my job on this expedition to try and find any evidence, dead or alive, to the existence of this. You were not paying attention. I even let it go for a little bit. The baby sock was coming off. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. That's funny. <laughs> it just reminds me of friends. Again. The sock. Get the sock, Judy. No. <laughs> no. Uh, this is our Christmas episode. Now, this is actually being released right before Christmas. But we're going to set you up for Christmas. We're going to get you ready. And and I got you Christmas presents. Uh-oh. Did he? He farted. Rose. So I have a Christmas fart. You have a Christmas <laughs> fart? Heck yeah. <laughs> I have a Christmas present for you, but I left it at home, so I'll have to get to a different time. That's okay. See, this week can be your Christmas presents, and the next week can be my Christmas presents. Sounds good. All right, so I have two different ones for you. I have, this one is the one I, I seriously bought for you. It's like, oh, Taryn would love this. I'm getting this for her, for her. And then I have one that's just like, ha ha, this is good. I'm excited. Do you so, want to wrap it up as a blanket since I see that you don't have it wrapped? I don't have it wrapped. So, okay, let's see the blanket. Cover my eyes. Okay. Let go of it, Connor. Get, give me, oh, man, that fart was trapped in the blanket. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Here you go. Merry Christmas. Yay! Thank you. All right. Now unwrap it. This is for all of our adventures we're going to go on. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> While we find Bigfoot. Bigfoot Research Kit. You even <laughs> talked about this. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so now we can go look for Bigfoot. It says includes what you need to find Bigfoot. Since and since you don't believe in Bigfoot, now we have our research kit. We can... We can see if we can find one for you. This is going to be so exciting. <laughs> I'm going to have fun with this. And then the other one is is the serious one, and you can open that now. Thank you. You're Ooh, welcome. Merry Christmas. It's hefty. Oh, <laughs> oh it's the Nevada candle. Yeah. Oh. It, it's these candles from uh, it's homesick.com, and they make candles that smell like whatever state. Nevada, warm scent of desert air, cactus flowers, lime, denim. Oh, I get it. That was funny. Oh, I got to smell this. Yeah. No, I, I smelled it, and I think it smells really good. It reminds me of the desert. Oh, it smells like my backyard. See? <laughs> oh. Yay. I'm going to get sick of this. Oh, but yay. I'm so, but see, it's got three layers. Yeah. I really, I liked Nevada's. I thought that was nice. I also bought a Florida one for myself because I'm, you know, from Florida. Everyone knows that. And I bought one for... Mmm, that smells amazing. Yay. I'm so excited. I know. It's so great. Yay. (laughs) Well, Merry Christmas. Thank you, Heather. You're welcome. I know. I was so excited about that. I was. I was like, what am I going to buy for Taryn? I'm like, oh, I remember. See, I have two items for you. 
One I saw in the store when I was putting, so I was putting together a, a care package for one of our friends, friends that's deployed. So when my husband was deployed, a whole bunch of people just sent him stuff and he thought it was very like warming and welcoming and remember a family and stuff. Yeah. So now whenever we find out that someone we care about has somebody they care about is deployed, we send them a care package. That's nice. And most of the time I don't know anything about the person that I'm buying stuff for. <laughs> so it's just kind of like random stuff like what would I want when I was deployed? Yeah. What would my husband want when he was deployed kind of stuff? Well, since you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's some gag gifts in there. But when I was shopping for this person that I have never met before, I came across something and I was so excited because it just screamed Heather and I had to get it. Yeah. I can't wait. And then the other thing I'm making you, I just need to get it done. And you have a whole week to do it. Yes. We'll see <laughs> if this one lets me do it. Yeah. Well, you might have less than a week. We're not recording on Christmas, so. Huh. I'll see what I can do. I okay. need at least three solid days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was going to say, Christmas Eve, probably not going to happen. I'm busy that day. I think we're going to have to do it on Monday. Probably. But it's okay. It's going to be a, a very light episode next week. Has your week been good? It's been interesting. Yeah? In, like, a good way. Okay. And a funny way. What happened? So, first off, my poor son ate the floor. Oh, no. Like, he decided that it would be fun <laughs> to not listen to mom and dad and jump from furniture piece to furniture piece. <laughs> and one fell and his face met the floor. So, now he looks like he's got a black eye. <laughs> that was the most, he's like... He's got a nice shiner. <laughs> yeah. That was the most, like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I also feel very accomplished this week because not only have I fixed one of the toilet issues we had in the house but i also finished fixing the sink so there's no more leak there so yay for dui youtube how to fix stuff yay and then my friend bought me a new thing for my crafting machine dang it's a full week for taryn yeah <laughs> um and so I, i'm learning how to do that and i'm really excited because i think we can do some really cool stuff with it for the podcast and maybe if we actually get somebody to comment they'll get the first item that would be awesome. And you then, know you want it. It's a surprise. You know you want it. And then the <laughs> other thing that was rather like kind of scary but kind of comical at the same time is today I was sitting upstairs working on my craft stuff while snuggling with the baby. And my oldest comes upstairs and goes, Mommy, Mommy, there's two ghosts sitting on the couch in the kitchen. And I'm like, what? Honey, there's no couches in the kitchen. He goes, You're right, Mommy. They're in the living room. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I went downstairs with him to investigate these ghosts that are sitting on the couch. Yeah. He's telling me all about them, how they're pure white, and they're trying to, like, they're kind of scary. And oh. that, But then at the same time, he's kind of giggling with it. And I said, honey, are these real ghosts or is this your imagination? And he goes, Blue's Clues is a, well, I was watching Blue's Clues, mommy, and Blue is a fan of ghosts. So now there's ghosts here and I'm afraid too. <laughs> Aww. I didn't have the heart to tell him that that kind of scared me on the inside. <laughs> it's a little freaking out. <laughs> but I did investigate. I went to go see if there's any cold spots, if there's anything unusual, if anything that my kids can't reach and moved. Because, you know, that's one of the things that tends to happen around me. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Oh, good. All right. Absolutely nothing. Ghost so. free. You're ghost fine. Free. Ghost free. My kid has a black <laughs> eye, but we are ghost free. Other than that, you're fine. How was your week, Heather? My week was all right. Uh, my husband finally decided to put up our big TV in our room. It's very beautiful. It's very big. I'm very jealous. And it's right in front of us. So if we wanted to watch something while doing this, it'd be right there. We should have images of whatever we're talking about 
flash <laughs> through there like a slideshow. Honestly, I can connect the computer to the TV so that it mirror images so you can see like it in big. That'd be cool. <laughs> but I could do that if I really wanted to. Now we have two TVs in here, but I'm going to get rid of the one, probably put it in Ryland's room, and I'm going to take his TV to work. Nice. Because I'm going to use it as my computer monitor. I don't blame you. I actually have this little mount for work, and I'm going to mount it to my wall (laughs) for my TV screen, my computer screen. Nice. Yeah. But that's it. That's all that happened this week. Kind of a... You have a lot going on this week, huh, bud? All right. Well, this week, we are going to be talking about Krampus. Yes. Which is extremely cliche for a podcast. Why is that cliche for a podcast? Oh, because oh. everyone talks about everyone it. talks about Krampus. the The same kind of um, podcast that you know we do. Yeah, I always listen to as well. I listen to a lot of others. But yeah, no. First Christmas of almost every podcast is about Krampus. Random fact for today: an estimated eighty percent of creatures on Earth have six legs. Nice. They're all insects. Eighty percent. Awesome. What would you do with six legs or like six arms? If I had six arms? Yeah. You would get a lot more stuff done in one setting. Definitely be able to carry this kid around and do a whole heck of a lot more stuff. And then I have to convince you to watch him so I can fix my sink. Not exactly. You could hold him while fixing your sink. Be perfect. All right. Sorry. Krampus. Okay. Now that was our fun random fact of the day. Now Krampus. Every kid should know about Krampus. Doesn't he... Oh my god, jump ahead Do you again. know anything about Krampus? I So I've never done any research on Krampus, but I've seen TV shows about Krampus. And I know that he goes after naughty kids. Yes. And I think he eats them. In some versions, yes. He so will he is, eat them. He's the polar opposite of Santa Claus. Yes. And he punishes the naughty. Yeah. And like I said, everything that I've seen, he eats people. Perfect. Well, in some versions of Santa... Santa puts coal in the naughty kid's stockings and they don't get presents. Yes. Well, in Krampus, with Krampus, he is the one who punishes. Santa doesn't punish. Krampus does. Gotcha. So so what I need to tell my older kid is if you're back, Krampus Krampus is coming. Krampus is going to come get (laughs) you. I think that might totally scare him. Probably. Pull out. Probably. But, you know, that's okay. I did it to my kids. <laughs> I did it one year. I did it last year. You are so talkative today. It's just funny because he's been quiet all day long. Well, of course. Now that we... Well, he wants to be part of the podcast. He has his opinions, too. <laughs> he does. All right. So let's talk about how Krampus looks. Have you ever seen a picture of Krampus? Um, He's normally dirty. Like, I think he still has the red... <laughs> like he still has the red suit like Santa Claus, but it's always like shredded and dirty and gross and no in some stuff i've seen him like pale with a long face and other ones he just looks like another man i think what you're describing is bell schnickel i don't know who that is (laughs) he's like a dirty grandpa a dirty old man that is like a santa but he's just a very crude version gotcha of santa (laughs) that's bell schnickel gotcha (laughs) Uh, Krampus is, he he differs depending on the region that we're talking about. 
But he does have some common physical characteristics. He is hairy, usually either brown or black in color, has cloven hooves, horns like a goat, long pointed tongue, and he's got fangs. Is his tongue cut and like split like a like yeah, a in some versions, yes. Okay. In some cases he carries chains and he thrashes them around for, you know, dramatic effect. Because it's great. He's scary. Sometimes the chains are accompanied with bells of different sizes. Hmm. And he carries around bundles of birch branches. Why birch branches? Because he swats kids with them. Nice. (laughs) Then sometimes instead of birch branches, he'll be carrying a whip that he whips kids with. Also, he'll carry a sack or a basket strapped to his back so that he can cart off bad kids and either drown them, eat them, or take them to hell. Or all three. Or all three. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so that is Krampus. Now, of course, here in America, people will have you believe he comes on Christmas Eve just like Santa does. I mean, that would make most sense. Like, either you're going to be taken by Krampus or you're going to get gifts from Santa. Yes. But in Europe, where Krampus is, you know, he, where he comes from... He comes around December 5th. Why December 5th? Because that is the night before St. Nicholas Festival. I don't know. St. Nicholas's Day is the 6th. Therefore, Krampus comes out on the 5th. (laughs) He will visit houses all night, sometimes with St. Nick, sometimes by himself. And... St. Nick will put candy in the shoes of good kids. And Krampus, of course, will punish the naughty kids. So they kind of work together. So if you're kind of naughty, you get whipped. But if you're really naughty, you get eaten. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, why not? All right. Krampus is the yin to St. Nicholas's yang. If you need, you have good, you need to have evil. Yes, you can't believe in good without believing in evil. Exactly. So that's what Krampus is. He is the bad, evening out the good. Alrighty. <laughs> Alright, so the history of Krampus <laughs> dates back to before, it's pre-Christianity, so possibly pagan times in the Alpine region. So the birch, you know, those birch branches that he carries around might have a connection with initiation rites of certain pagan covens way back in the day, which entailed binding and kind of a form of a mock death ritual. And the chains that he has were probably introduced in a Christian attempt to bind the devil Hmm. because he looked very devil-like. So you put chains around him. It's like, oh, nope. Devil can't get out. Gotcha. Wow, that's weird. Krampus does coincide with a number of pagan winter rites. One that actually sends people parading through the streets to disperse the ghosts of winter. That's because most people die in winter. Especially before, you know, modern day heat and technology and whatnot. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think Krampus was the... I don't know. He looked so so evil and devilish, he would scare off the ghosts. I don't know. I feel like he'd more like invite the ghosts. Like, come on, buddy. Let's go check out this house. <laughs> yeah, but not all ghosts are bad. They're still, True. they're people. No, I agree. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like he'd be like, 
Let's go this way. <laughs> well, since we can't have Krampus without St. Nick, Nicholas himself became popular in Germany around the 11th century. Have you ever, you've heard the story of St. Nick, right? I, be- I believe I have. He but- would make toys for children and and leave them on their doorsteps. So that's why he's St. Nick. He's Santa Claus. He makes toys and brings them to children. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, so he's got a feast that's dedicated to him. And and children were the subject of this special occasion. Masked devils, you know, wreaking havoc, are known in Germany, were known in Germany since at least the 16th century. St. Nick was popular before Krampus. Hmm. Possibly. It's kind of fascinating. A little. I like how they intertwine them together, though. I love that. I do, too. I think it's really cool that they kind of put them together. So Austrians in the community were very aware of the heathen elements being blended in with the Christian elements. Like you just said, they were blending together. They believe Krampus derived from a pagan supernatural being who was assimilated to the Christian devil. So he was a kind of the same thing as the devil, just the pagan version. That's what they think he was. But Krampus persisted. By the 17th century, Krampus had been incorporated into Christian winter celebrations by pairing Krampus with St. Nicholas. Now, if you do your own research and try to find who Krampus is, you're going to come across this thing about how Krampus was the son of hell, it looks like. He was a Norse goddess of the underworld who had been popular. This theory had been popularized on the Internet. But the connection is really only to the invention of this American fantasy author whose name was Gerald Brom, who wrote a novel called Krampus the Yule Lord. And that was his idea. And it was also included on a couple of online games. But that's really not true, probably. It just just was an idea. I love how when you talk to him during the podcast, you get squeaky. I can't help it. <laughs> he, he's paying attention, like, so well. What, what you're saying is fascinating. And you talk <laughs> with your hands, which I do. is attention. <laughs> in Austria in 1923, there was an election. And following that election, the Krampus tradition was cut off. Why? Well, the Christian Social Party thought, this isn't a good thing. It's the devil. It's like worshiping the devil. So they're like, no, we're going to stop all this Krampus stuff. In the 1950s, the government actually passed out pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man. Trying to stop the whole Krampus thing. Toward the end of the century, there was a very popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations, and it still continues on to this day. So they tried to stop Krampus. Didn't work, though. Yeah, that's because he's always going to come back. Yeah. Yes, he will. This is where this is going to get fun for me. I'm trying to pronounce things. Okay. So the Feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated on December 6th. December 5th is Krampus Night, 
also known as Krampusnacht. Krampus what? Krampusnacht. It's German for Krampus night. Not is night. When you first said it, I heard schnott. Krampus schnott. Technically, yeah. I did say schnott. Okay. <laughs> so it's actually a big thing. So, Kramp- so Krampus schnott, Krampus night, is the night that we, we previously talked about that he would come and punish those naughty kids. So nowadays... On this night, young men in town dress up as Krampus and parade through the streets. They march dressed in fur suits and carved wooden masks carrying cowbells. That's fantastic. Yeah. I would love to see that. Well, I will show you some pictures. Yay! I have so many pictures. They are also accompanied by very well-dressed St. Nick's. They'll go out together. And make the rounds of homes and businesses offering gifts and... Whips. Whip, yeah, gifts and whips. <laughs> but the best part is the citywide celebrations where people dress up as Krampus and run through the city. The activity is very popular among young men who chase friends and passerbys through the streets with birch sticks. See, and you always ask me when's a good time to go running. This seems like a good time to go running. This would be the only good time to go running. (laughs) Tourists say running into a coffee shop won't save you. Really? No. And the SWATs aren't exactly what you would call gentle. (laughs) Sounds like something you should say for a different area. Well, the slaps are generally confined to the legs. Maybe a little higher, but around the legs. I don't know. It's just, it's 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 a good time. These uh, Krampusnacht festivities are becoming very popular throughout Austria, Germany, Slovenia, Hungary, Czech Republic, and actually the U.S. Hmm. Where in the U.S.? Because we need to do this. Los Angeles has quite the festival. Why does that not surprise me? (laughs) I know, right? And also in Florida, they do one. That's a lot closer. That is a lot closer. I could go to Florida. Um, I don't know if they're going to continue doing it in Florida, but I did see somewhere that they did it for at least one year. But I guess there is a reoccurring one that happens in L.A. There is also the exchange greeting cards on Krampusnacht. What do these greeting cards say? (laughs) Well, these greeting cards, they, they feature Krampus, and they've handed these cards out since the 1800s. So this is a deep tradition of greeting cards with Krampus on them. Uh, sometimes it would be, it would have like humorous rhymes and poems on there featuring Krampus. And he's often featured looming menacingly over children. But over time, the representation of Krampus in the cards has changed. Older versions have a more frightening Krampus, while modern versions have a cuter, more cupid-like creature i yeah i don't know i think cupid is creepy (laughs) i agree i think he is too all right so during krampus knots a big part of it is costumes costumes is like the major point part of this so during krampus knot different characters include obviously krampus saint nicholas angels do they have elves no 
They don't have Santa's elves running around. No. Oh, <laughs> they have um, the woodsman and the old woman. I don't know what either one of those are, but apparently that's a costume that they some people dress up as. All right. Since Krampus is half goats and half demon human looking person, the costume normally shares certain primary elements such as fur, horns, a demon mask, and hooves. The most traditional Krampus costumes are made from goat or sheepskin, animal horns, and hand-carved masks. There are actually several Krampus costume instructional YouTube videos. So you can actually get on YouTube and find those and and then dress up as Krampus yourself. You know what we should do for Halloween next year? Dress up like Krampus? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, this tradition has become an important one in many countries. Includes expensive handmade masks, elaborate costumes, parades. Although some seem to think just like every other holiday, it's now becoming too commercial. Because you can buy, you can get online and buy rubber masks now instead of doing the whole carved handmade masks. Yeah, but I think if you're trying to like appease Krampus with, you know, your... I don't think it has anything to do with appeasing I'm, Krampus. I'm just saying, it's like, so sometimes you have, like, you do certain things to appease certain, like, gods or devils or demons or whatnot mm-hmm. to keep them at bay. Maybe that's where it originally got started. And so the hand-carved, ugh, hand-carved masks, you know, it showed that you actually put some work into it and that you really meant it, where a plastic one would just piss them off. <laughs> Maybe. But again, since it's not, like, appeasing him, then... I don't think it matters. Are you sure? I'm. Yeah, that's not what any of this is about. I was kind of hoping to like, change it, your mind here. Well, it's just like I don't know someone old in your family dressing up like Santa. Mm. It's kind of the same thing. It's just something fun to do. You want to see some pictures? Yes. That is Krampus and Saint Nicholas in a home in the 1800s. Here's an actual picture of someone dressed up as Krampus in Austria. That's very intense. Yes, it is. Oh, this is one of the greeting cards. Oh, this I love it. In German is greetings from Krampus. <laughs> so in this one, he's got the nice long red tongue and it looks like he's trying to lick the kid's back while his finger somewhere it shouldn't be. No, he's putting the kid in his um, Oh, in basket. his bag. Okay. Yes. That makes more sense now. I see it now. Yes. That is... Two different people dressed up as different kinds of Krampuses. That's like cosplay for you. That's very cool. That was in Dallas, Texas. That is awesome. Yes. There is that Krampus is just intense looking. There's another. Is he flying away on like what looks like a giant broomstick? No, these are birch. That's his bundle of birch sticks. Okay. And he's got one kid in his basket, and he's carrying a whole bunch of other ones. I love how they're all toddlers. Yeah, right? They're all bad, though. Yeah, but, like, bad, like, I'm gonna, like, you need to be whipped? Or bad, like, I'm going, like, you need to go stand in the corner for five minutes? No, he's carrying them off to hell, or he's gonna eat them or something. But they're babies! They don't know anything yet! Apparently they're bad babies. We'll keep Krampus away from (laughs) me. Better watch out, man. Because I'm going to eat him. Rawr! (laughs) These are hand-carved masks. Those are impressive. Yes, these are the ones I was talking to you about. Very creepy. Extremely impressive. Very intricate work. But yeah, they're hand-carved. Like, that's amazing. How much do those run? I have no idea. I didn't look. Oh, we should find that. Here, hold this. Okay. Got it. 
Okay, let's see if we can find this online. Okay. Oh, there's a whole bunch of them. How much are they? Hold on. Hand carved ones. A lot? Well, this one from Etsy is 60 bucks. That's not terrible. Um, this one is $229. That's a bit more. Four, four, or 499 Woo! 250 137 Ooh, 160 So definitely over now, 100 this, bucks. This one looks more like... Well, Krampus masks. Well, I mean, you saw the details that's in them. It yeah. makes sense. It was pretty amazing. Like, yeah, I could see why it would cost that much. Crazily enough, though, Krampus is not the only bad thing roaming around Europe during Christmas time. Yeah, what else is there? Oh, so much. Let me get up. Let me get back up here. Okay. Until January 6th. All sorts of demons, witches, monsters are roaming all over Europe. They're everywhere. So obviously the first thing begins on December 5th with Krampus. Krampus is found all over Europe. France, there is a legendary serial killer and butcher. They call him Father Father Whipper. If you want me to try to say it in French, I can try. I would love to hear you say this in French. Pierre... Futard. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, he threatens naughty children with his whip. In Belgium and the Netherlands is a child kidnapper whom they call Black Pete. Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> it's Black Pete. Black Pete. And, but they call him Zwartz Pete. And he rides through canals on a steamship. Every night from December 12th until Christmas Day, the trollish Yule lads peep through windows. You ever heard of the Yule lads? I have not. Well, they peep through windows. Peeping times. Yes, they are. (laughs) And they actually steal sausages and, and, and steal all sorts of things. They're, they're found in Iceland normally. On December 25th, a goat-footed goblin emerges from underground and demands piggyback rides in Greece, Bulgaria, Turkey, and the Balkans. These guys are called, hang in there with me, Calicanceros. Okay. Yeah, those guys are crazy. Can we get a piggyback ride? I know, right? I need a piggyback ride. Piggyback, 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 piggyback ride. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in Germany, the Frau Perchta goes into homes to slit open bad children and stuff their bellies with straw. Ew. Gross. Should have really just talked about the Frau Perchta with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> in Italy, uh, the children will hang their stockings and the witch La Befana shows up with lumps of coal. Puts the coal in there, stockings. So why not? I don't know why. You know, funny story about how oh, this is a random tangent. I'll wait. Go oh, no, do your random <clears throat> tangent, please. This is more like a a personal story. Okay. So one year my brother was being really bad, and so my parents filled his stocking full of you know coal. Yeah. Because you know you're bad, and so he thought the Santa gave him coal. And he wasn't upset by it. And I was like, why aren't you upset? You got cold. And he goes, no, mom. Santa gave me cold to help keep the house warm. Aww. And he immediately put it in the fireplace to help warm the house. That's kind of sweet. Yeah. 
darn it. Couldn't get that. In Roman times, December was a time for a celebration known as Sat... Sat... Ugh. Saturnalia. 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 Sounds better. Which was a festival that reversed social order. It was crazy. Masters served dinner to their slaves. The rich gave gifts to the poor and to each other. That's awesome. Everyone went out in disguise, including slaves disguised as free men so they could gamble and drink and go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. I'm glad that they did that. I know. They should still do that kind of thing. Well, they used to. (laughs) Okay. So, December was a very disorderly time. By the time the end of November, which was the harvest and post-harvest work was done, what followed, if you were a man, was a period of leisure. You could do whatever you wanted, and lots of people were drunk. That's how you have babies. Yes. Well, let's go, let's go back. We're going to go over to America. This happened over in America, too. In the 1600s, early people who who lived here in the U.S., before it was the U.S., celebrated Christmas disguised as animals, as members of the opposite sex, or with face paint in order to get drunk and disorderly without being recognized. That is, like, oddly weird and fantastic (laughs) all at the same time. So... They were dancing. They were drinking. Honestly, things got so bad, like really bad. Like, according to this article, so bad, like public orgies. Oh. Like bad. <laughs> From. Oh, to you, mom, who's my daddy? I, sweetheart, I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But from 1659 to 1681, the Puritans banned Christmas altogether. No more Christmas. Around Christmas time in the 19th century, Appalachia and the Pennsylvania Dutch country would be, you know, they would have requests for drinks and their children (laughs) frightened into niceness by... Krampus. Belschnickels. Belschnickel. Belschnickel. The dirty Santa guy. dirty old man. The dirty old man, Belschnickel. He He got brought over to America. But, of course, Christmas in America has now no more monsters, no more Belschnickel. No one really knows who Belschnickel is. I feel like there are still Belschnickels. I just feel like they're, sure. the, they're, like they're the creepy... Pennsylvania Dutch, really. Yeah, but, okay, so we still have the creepy old men that jump up, like, dress up like Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I'll, I'll take Santa Claus pictures for free. Yeah, Those but they're the trying ones... to be Santa. I know, but, but... <laughs> at the same time, they're still creepy old men. So whenever we see a creepy old guy dressed up like Santa and he looks dirty, we're just going to point and yell, Belschnickel! Yes, and then walk the opposite direction. <laughs> Belschnickel! You don't look like a Belschnickel. <laughs> In America, obviously, we have moved the disguises to Halloween. You can't really, obviously, blame Americans for doing this. They want a time for niceness and love and presents. So they got rid of the monsters during Christmas and just moved it all to Halloween. Again, like I said, some people in America, like L.A., still want to have 
Krampuschnacht. And they're doing it! He's reaching for you. They're doing it! That is all I have on Krampus. Do you have any questions? Not really. Regarding Krampus. I mean, it's kind of, in general, what I thought it would be. I mean, I've heard about Krampus before. I've seen Krampus in TV shows and whatnot. Yes. I knew he ate kids, so... Perfect timing. I changed it. That is awesome. Oh, all right, Taryn. Well, I think we're gonna go with this one. This is funny. Okay, not Christmas related though. That's fine. Why did the coffee file a police report? Why it got mugged? (laughs) It got mugged. (laughs) He got mugged. Hey for dad jokes. <laughs> oh, I love dad jokes. They're the best. Oh. Well, everyone, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. And watch out for Krampus. Just be good. You won't have to worry about it. Be good. That's true. Don't. Just be a good person. And remember, poke it. <laughs> watch out for them Belschnickels, too. <laughs> I I was going to have a dad joke for the end of this. I was going to say something, but now I don't remember what it was. Well, you'll just have to save it for next week's. No, because I feel like I had to do with the subject. Well, do you want me to Google Krampus dad jokes? No, no, okay. that's fine. I just, I can't, darn it, I can't remember. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just losing it. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I lost mine a while ago. I guess. All right. <laughs> have a good night and week. Bye, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You're the finest winter car the world has ever seen. Keep around the future for knocking on the eggs. You don't want to miss me for thousands of years. If you do come to just smile at the existence of this